my point is, is UFHA buyers were always at a slight disadvantage anyway. That disadvantage is about to get worse, okay? That sounds bad. Here's the good news. And getting into the, the heart of the show today. When FHA loans go south, the government pays back the, the lender. Let's say the lender was Wells Fargo, okay, just for the sake of examples. They pay back the loan and they take the property as collateral. It then becomes known as a HUD home. And you've probably heard of HUD homes, but if you don't know, a HUD home is basically an FHA loan that's gone bad and the government took the property back as collateral and now they want what? To get rid of the property. So what I teach a lot of people is as you're getting started investing, here's the thing, not all HUD homes are deals and not all deals are HUD homes, okay? But it's a great place to start your investing career. It's an excellent place to start doing the necessary analysis that it takes to be successful in real estate or stock trading or anything else that's a heavy numerical system. So I always taught my investors want to be investors. The first place you want to start is at the hudhomestore.com. And then you obviously want to look in the state that you want to buy. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. Your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello and welcome back. I am your host and foreclosure deals coach, Donnie Cora. <laughs> it just never gets old. And we are broadcasting live, recording from our downtown Denver studios. I got my main man in the studio, Mr. Jonathan Winston. How you doing, Jay? Doing pretty good, man. Uh, lovely day. It's, you know, it's a little bit chilly, but a uh, nice day outside. Uh, I can't really, I can't really complain about anything, man. It's, We've been locked down here in Colorado for, you know, maybe the last week or so. So been spending a little bit more time at home, but uh, it's given me some time to strategize and plan for next year. So I'm um, making the most of it. Love it, brother. You know, and this lockdown thing, it's really getting to me. You know what would make me feel better? A PlayStation 5. You said a what? A PlayStation 5, a PS5. Hmm, that, that would probably, yeah, that would probably make a lot of people feel better. I think there were some uh, people in uh, Walmarts in different places on Black Friday duking it out maybe over those. So And I can't find one. And that's annoying because, you know, I'm sort of at a spot in life where if I want something, I can get it. So like when I'm told I, I can't have one because like everybody else got one first, that pisses me off. You know? And I'm really not even that much of a gamer, to be frank with you. It's just that, as you pointed out, sort of locked down, right. you know. I did hook up one Black Friday deal. You're going to love this. You got to come over and check this out. But I got an LED TV. Ooh. 82 inches. Bro, you can can see everything on there. It's a freaking wall. It's a wall of screen. (laughs) (laughs) Movies at Donnie's house. Let's go. Telling you, brother, this thing is massive. And I I mean, I'm almost almost ashamed to admit what I paid for this thing. Because like the normal price... I mean, $2,200, I think, was normal retail. Best Buy's got these things sitting there for $1,399. What? I looked over at Laura and I go, you know I'm buying that. 
She's like, we don't need another TV. This, this, this is not a TV. This is a wall of screen. What are you saying? <laughs> this, it is not, it's like weighs a hundred pounds, right? We have to put it up on the mantle, get it all set up. You got to come over and check it out, dude. It is, is and the clarity. Um, and I'm not, here's the thing. I'm not really a TV guy. Like I don't watch a ton of TV, but when I do, like I want to do it in style. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. You know what I mean? So 82 inches, that's style. This thing, it's a massive, massive television. Yeah, I don't even think I have 82 inches of free wall in my house right now. So I think, I think you're doing it pretty big, man. You got to have a pretty good-sized living room to support this TV. But I'll be honest with you, like, it, it wouldn't have mattered. Like, if I lived in a tiny apartment, I would have found a way to get that 82 inches. <laughs> because it's just the guy I have. And the problem is, like, I'm coming off a 75-inch TV, right? So it's like, it's not like I went up that much, but it, it's noticeable. Like I, I feel like I'm staring and like it's, it's so big and clear that I can see the future of football before it happens. <laughs> so you're Tony Romo calling the plays at the line, the scrimmage. Okay. That makes sense. I knew the Broncos were going to lose before they started. Also, they didn't have a quarterback. So there was that. Um, yeah. Don't get me started. I'm just going to get mad. Okay. So <laughs> let's, let's get to our show today. But yeah, the TV is cool. You got to come check it out. You're all welcome. Come on over. You know, I got to play something castle rock. Let's, uh, let's have a party. We just want to make sure, you know, tell my wife, all of our listeners are coming by. Um, and we're, we're going to throw a little foreclosure deals coach party, right? Let's get to it. Uh, an article in the Washington Post it referred to, and we kind of knew this was coming, right? But there's a balancing act the Federal Housing Administration is going on right now because, believe it or not, the default level for FHA mortgages has gone through the roof. Are, are you shocked by that at all? Not at all. It's, uh, you know, the market's kind of wild right now, and that would be a consequence of how the market's been going. So it's kind of a dump, right? So you got a lot yeah. of first time home buyers who would use the FHA loan. So these guys get in these things, they put a minimal amount down. Honestly, I'm not complaining. I think the FHA is one of the greatest things the government ever did for promoting home ownership. So I'm thankful for it. But you got to remember, you're putting relatively unqualified people. Unqualified is the wrong term. How about uneducated, right? They're buying their first home. They don't, they don't know to buy a deal because they just, you know, they're not listening to the show. So they went out, bought a house, right? They scraped their pennies together, put their 3% down, and nobody was planning on a pandemic, much less one that's gone on for a damn year, right? So they are now, you know, either unemployed or lesser employed. They're starting to default on the mortgages and the FHA has basically insured these loans. A lot of people think the FHA is a lender, Federal Housing Administration. They're not a lender. They're an insurance company backed by the federal government. Okay? So the federal government says, we're going to support these loans, and they add, a, they add this thing called MIP, Mortgage Insurance Premium, to the loan. So you're paying more for the loan than the actual interest rate, but it allows you to get into a property for three, three and a half percent down, as opposed to the 20% down that the previous generation had to put into. Okay. Overall, it's positive, but it's starting to look negative because the negative side of this is that now that these loans are starting to default, the FHA has got to start paying these loans back and, you know, they don't actually have any money. So it's like, it's like, uh, uh uh-oh. So this article goes on to talk about the different options that the FHA is trying to figure out what they've changed to the FHA loans and how they're going to affect the, uh, the borrowers of FHA loans. But let me summarize it for you. It is all bad. 
Okay. It is all bad. Their response to this is, is crisis mode. They don't know what they're going to do about it. The mortgage insurance premiums are going up. So it's going to cost more and more to get an FHA loan. And I got to be frank with you because we're fundamentally home flippers. Part of the restriction on FHA that's always been a problem, except for a very short stint where they got rid of this rule, but is that you could not buy a property with an FHA loan that had been owned for less than 90 days by the previous owner, by the owner. So I would be that owner, right? So I buy a house, we fix it up, takes us generally a month or so, get it fixed up, hits the market, they're selling uber stupid fast, right? But they can't actually close on the property until we've owned it for 91 days. And a lot of times, guys, we won't take those deals. I don't want to wait 91 days. Because the VA, which uh, Colorado Springs at least has a ton of VA buyers, doesn't have such a restriction. So literally, I could sell it to a VA buyer the day after I own it, whereas if I'm selling it to an FHA buyer, I got to wait 90 days. My point is, is you FHA buyers were always at a slight disadvantage anyway. That disadvantage is about to get worse, okay? That sounds bad. Here's the good news and getting into the, the heart of the show today. When FHA loans go south, the government pays back the the lender, let's say the lender was Wells Fargo, okay, just for the sake of examples. They pay back the loan and they take the property as collateral. It then becomes known as a HUD home. And you've probably heard of HUD homes, but if you don't know, a HUD home is basically an FHA loan that's gone bad and the government took the property back as collateral and now they want what? To get rid of the property. So what I teach a lot of people is as you're getting started investing, here's the thing, not all HUD homes are deals and not all deals are HUD homes, okay? But it's a great place to start your investing career. It's an excellent place to start doing the necessary analysis that it takes to be successful in real estate or stock trading or anything else that's a heavy numerical system. So I always taught my investors want to be investors. The first place you want to start is at the hudhomestore.com. And then you obviously want to look in the state that you want to buy. And I can tell you, because I'm looking right now, that Generally speaking, I used to go on the HUD home store every day. Um, I still probably once a week now, but I used to go every day. There were probably 40 or 50 of them in the state of Colorado at any given moment. Okay, Today, right now, there are eight. So if you're running your business on HUD home, which I was for a while, it got kind of bad. You know, I was very reliant on an inventory. Colorado's inventory in general kind of sucks, but you know, the foreclosure inventory virtually non-existent because they keep going on and on about how Denver and Colorado Springs are two of the greatest places in the world to live. Just telling everybody, man, pipe down. Jeez. Seriously, shut up. We're trying to keep that quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so our traffic is not, we can't support this many people. Y'all need to stay in Texas. You can't drive anyway. You don't even know what to do on the snow. (laughs) <laughs> don't get me started <laughs> i'm sorry texas no i'm not the cowboys suck all right we got um <laughs> i love it Here, here's the thing my, my point in all of this is it, it, it is you have to start going where the inventory is okay and if the fha loan default rates are spiking what's got to happen logically next is the hud homes are going to spike as well Okay, it hasn't happened yet, at least not in Colorado. Okay, but there are other states that are seeing a huge amount of HUD increase 
um, at a at a pace that's just a little bit astounding. Um, I was looking a while back, at, you know, Arizona as an example has a lot more HUD homes than it, it normally does, but it spikes up and down. It dropped down to three in the entire state of Arizona. But some of these states are just, it's, it's staggering, staggering how many, how many HUD homes are out there. What's going to get interesting is that number is going to increase across the board. So there's already a bunch of them. And these default rates continue based on the pandemic. Okay, we have, we have a huge pandemic situation going on. That's driving the FHA foreclosure rate. That's driving the real estate market that's doing extremely well into what can only be described as a correction. Okay, it hasn't happened, but it has to happen. And this is a sign of that. Okay, so you got to look at the leading indicators, not necessarily what's happening right now, but the indicators that show what's going to happen in the future. Okay, when you invest in anything, you are basically saying, I believe the valuation is going to change from where it is now to a ideally higher value in the future. That's why you buy stock or a mutual fund or any sort of investment. You're planning on a different value later. Okay. My opinion is the long-term prospect of real estate values is down. Okay, but when? When? Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. One of the things we talk about on the show is the importance of great foreclosure data and helping you to find a great deal on a foreclosure property. But where do you find this data? You're certainly not going to find it on Realtor.com. You can't get it on your local MLS. So we have partnered with data provider Foreclosures.com to get you the latest and greatest in foreclosure listings right there in your local market. These properties are not hit the market in most cases, and when they have been foreclosed, gives you easy access to find out more detail so you can get the best deal on a foreclosure property. Getting started is super easy. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com and click on the link labeled foreclosure list. Enter your zip code for a free seven-day trial of the best foreclosure listing data available in your local market. These properties are not even on the market yet, so you can get a jump on them and get a great deal. Once again, this is Donnie Corm, your foreclosure deals coach. We'll look forward to seeing you there. And here's the thing. If you're buying a deal, it doesn't matter. You know, if you're starting your search at a HUD, what's great about HUD homes, again, they're not all deals, but I'll give you a little secret about HUD's formula, okay? They generally do their own appraisal. I'm doing that in air quotes because I don't think the federal government could appraise their way out of a paper bag. But they, uh, they do their version of an appraisal of the property. They discount it automatically by 10%, and that's what it lists at. Okay. Then they wait about 30, 45 days, depending on the market that they're in. And if it doesn't sell, they drop it another 10%. Okay. Another 30 days goes by, they drop it another 10%. And so on, and so on, and so on. Okay. Now, the market's so hot here in Colorado, most of them are not making it to that first price drop. You know, people are snapping these things up. If you signed a good deal, they're going. But in the cases where you do, you know, they other markets where there's a ton of them, HUD system's pretty clear, man. We started a discount. If it doesn't sell, we discount it more. So if you're trying to find a deal and don't know where to get started, that could be an excellent place to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
because you got to start somewhere. And here's the thing, your goal right now, if somebody who has not done a deal, I'm making the assumption, I know a lot of you are experienced investors who listen to the show, but for those of you who are just getting started, your goal is simple. Get your first deal done, right? However, to get to that point, you have to understand the analysis of deal hunting. You have to understand as you wholesalers who are up, I love you guys sending me deals all the time. Hey, Donnie, is this a deal? Like, did you run any of the numbers on this thing, man? Like, no, it's, it's not a deal. Like, it, it, you got it for 80000 It's worth like 90000 No, it's not a deal. But you need to know that. So where do you get these practice rounds? How do you determine? I, all I can do is tell you how I did it. Every day I went on the HUD list, I looked at the properties, and then I did an analysis on the market as to what the house would retail for in tip-top condition, right? And as I just said, not all HUDs were deals, but because of that 10% discount they started with, they were on the way to being deals in most cases, you know? The next phase became how to pay for them, and over time, you develop private hard money relationships. You get conventional financing, et cetera. But if you can't spell deal, okay, if you don't understand what a deal looks like, you're starting at a massive disadvantage right now. You know, So the good news, in a way, is that the FHA foreclosure rate is spiking off the charts right now, which means there should be more HUDs available to you to pick from, which if you don't have any money nor means, if you're just getting started, that, that sounds like, a, but it's the best thing ever that could happen to you because you're going to get more practice in doing analysis. And listen, analysis bores most people. Right? I, I totally get it. You want to be out there being a badass real estate investor, driving around, you know, in your Porsche 911 twin turbo, flying around on Lear jets like Grant Cardone. That's why you got in the industry. Nobody said there'd be actual work. What's with all I, these numbers and, and, and crunching and, and having to use my brain? This, this is more than I called for. This is more than I expected. I thought you were just going to give me money. What are you talking about? I got to put some work in. Right? Newsflash, kiddos. You got to learn the market. You got to learn how the market operates. And I'm telling you, and a leading indicator of what's happening in the market right now, FHA spikes, more HUD foreclosures hit the market, more HUD foreclosures hit the market. It drops the prices overall because there's more foreclosures. So now Joe Schmo Retail has got to compete with that HUD foreclosure three houses down, you know? And Joe Schmo Retail's probably got a nicer house. He's maintaining, he does his law and he's proud of it. But the fact of the matter is that HUD foreclosure is selling $50,000, $100,000 cheaper than his. It's going to drop the property values of that entire neighborhood, right? At least in the short term. It generally doesn't stay there. But the reason we haven't seen the impact of the foreclosure effect in many years is because there haven't been any. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And now there's going to be a whole bunch of them. So we're going to see that impact. Joe Schmo Retail is going to find himself having to sell his house cheaper simply to compete with the foreclosures right up the street. Yes, they're two entirely different pricing models. Okay, A retail property should not be priced at the same price per square foot as a distressed property. That is fact. But you can only have so much of a drag on the market downward before it starts to pull down all of the ships. Okay, and that's what a whole bunch of foreclosures hitting the market at the same time is going to do. It's going to drag all of the ships down. Okay, even the really nice ones. That's the reality of the time that's upon us. It, now, when we always come back to when is this going to happen? I don't know. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that there's a certainty. There's no certainty to anything we do. If it's, investing was certain, right? You would buy 
HP stock today at $25 a share and know for certain you're going to sell it for $30 tomorrow. That's not investing. That's amazing, right? It doesn't work that way. We don't, we can't predict the time frame. All we can do is tell you that the indicators are pointing to the fact that if more HUDs hit the market, we have to see somewhat of a correction based on that. And you as a fledgling real estate investor, a deal hunter, somebody getting their start in the real estate investing need as much practice as you can get in the analysis space. Not every coach out there is teaching analysis. That's sort of my thing. You know, you look at the Max Maxwell's of the world, he goes into in great detail on the marketing systems and, and how, you know, how to acquire the deal and the contracts and all that. And all that stuff is super important. Okay? You know, I'm, not, I'm not trying to cheapen that at all. I, as your foreclosure deals coach, have always touted since the very first episode, you've got to know your numbers. You've got to understand how the analysis of these properties work, and you've got to know on a very local market-specific level what your market is likely to do next. Okay? My market here in the Springs, Colorado area, is likely to continue to go up for the next year, maybe two. That's just to, based on what we have, inventory shortage, interest rates stay down as low as they've been in decades. It stands to reason things will continue to go up, right? However... There's some things we don't know. It's a new president, we think. Um, depends on the day. Um, we, we have, you know, some monetary policies where we've been printing off trillions of dollars of money, just flooding the market with random cash. Okay. So your home buyers are out there, in my opinion, severely overpaying for a house, which is why we talk about not buying a house, buying a deal. Okay. But most people are out there buying houses and they don't even know they're overpaying. How do they not know? Because the interest rates are so low. Mm, right, right. That even though they're paying $300,000 for a house that probably four years ago I would have sold for two twenty. dollars they can still get a cheap, they can still, you know, get that um, reasonable mortgage payment, monthly mortgage payment. It looks identical. They can't tell it apart from the 220 amount. Like it, the rates are so low that they paid 300, but the payment looks exactly like it would have looked at 220. You know, and it's awesome if you're a new homeowner. Like, how cool, you know, you're, you're getting your first house. And I remember that first house feeling and it's awesome. But the reality is, it's the very definition of an inflationary market is when you're overpaying for stuff and don't even know what's happening. You know, at the point, will, will we notice when Snickers bars are $5? Will we then understand what's happening to the market, right? Because what are they, I remember when I was, this is going to make me feel really old, but I, I was buying candy bars for 49 cents. What's a Snickers bar go for now? Uh, probably like a, between like $1.50 to like maybe $1.80 or something. Three times. I ain't that old. Yeah, man. I remember was it when it wasn't too far away from that forty nine that you're talking about. It's probably around like a dollar when I was younger, if mm -hmm. that. And look where it's at now. And we're we're used to it. Like we've adapted. Mm -hmm. We've adapted to paying a dollar fifty for a candy bar, right? So we've adapted to the market now paying three hundred thousand dollars for a house that we believe is worth two twenty. We've we've made our brains wrap around that fact like it's become normal. It can't stay normal forever. These are facts, okay? Normal has to adjust eventually. And when it does, a lot of people are going to be sitting very, very, very upside down on their properties. They're going to owe $300,000 on a property that the market would be happy to absorb for 210. 
200. When? I don't know. I'm just telling you, my opinion is it's got to come down eventually. You know, the good news is if you understand what I'm talking about, if these metrics make sense, if these numbers are sinking in and you start practicing today by looking at the HUD foreclosure list, looking at properties that are already on the market, running your evaluation and understanding that HUD's selling it for 310, which means they think it's worth 340 because they discount it by 10%. And if you could get it for 280 or 290, you've got yourself a deal, you are 80% of the way there. Okay, you, you first have to understand what a deal looks like. Okay? You can't hunt an animal. You don't understand what it looks like. Right? Right. If you're chasing tigers and you shoot a zebra, it's time to go back to hunting school. <laughs> you, might have to right. deal with, you might have to deal with some people who are against poachers as well. So you probably shouldn't do either of those. Yeah, and Peter, if you're listening, I'm not encouraging shooting any animals and I do not need the hate mail. So I, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Um, but my point to that is we're deal hunters, right? And as deal hunters, we've got to know what a deal looks like. And a great place to practice your deal hunting skills is right there on the HUD home store site. So give that a shot. And listen, if you need some help, that's what we're here for. You know, post the deals. First step, you got to join up on the foreclosure deals coach insiders group, join up there. And then, Hey, I have this deal. I'm just wondering if you guys also think it's a deal. I am happy to walk you through your analysis. Yes. Obviously we're a paid coaching product and we offer paid coaching, but just doing a basic deal analysis with you generally takes 10, 15 minutes of time. And I, I enjoy it to be frank with you. So we're happy to do it. Jonathan's happy to walk you through doing deal analysis right there in the group, et cetera. We got a bunch of people who will chime in and assist you with that, but you've got to do a lot of these before you'll get good at it. You know, and that's it really is what I want you to take away. Yes. The FHA rate, FHA foreclosures are coming. There can be a lot more HUD foreclosures. This is an opportunity for you to learn this business from the inside, from a market perspective that we just haven't had access to in the better part of five or six years. Cause there just haven't been that many HUD foreclosures, you know, and now they're coming back. So take advantage of that. With that, that's our show for today. Uh, we don't want to stretch this out too long, but hey, listen, once again, join up right here in the show notes. There's going to be a link to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Insiders page. Let's talk real estate. Let's talk deals. And if you're ready, and only if you're ready, let's talk about getting you into one-on-one coaching where we're going to walk you through your first deal from acquisition to resale and show you a profit on your first deal. I promise you, you'll be hooked for life once you go through that program. Okay. But in the meantime, you probably got a lot to learn and we want to help you to get to that point. That's what this show is all about is education, you know? So stay tuned, keep listening, share this with your friends, leave us an incredible review on this podcast. I love, love, love the reviews. It warms my heart in ways you guys can't possibly understand. You're seeing people talk positively about the energy of the show and and how much they're getting out of it and what they're learning. It means the world. Please continue to do that. Tell your friends about us. We want to get the word about deal hunting out into the market right here on the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. With that, this is your host, Donnie Corum, your Foreclosure Deals Coach, reminding you once again and always, don't buy a house, buy Buy a a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.